Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Cocktails with Heather. I am Mike. Joe is not here as he is battling a fresh case of wart infestation on his feet. But we are joined it's very by... very difficult. He can't walk. And this is Heather. Is that better, Mike? Can That's you hear much me better. better on the mic? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm sitting in Joe's spot right now. I'm actually trying to take the place of Joe. Um, and according to the scale, I'm getting close, but not quite. <laughs> All right. So today, uh, we're basically doing fetish bingo. And uh, whatever comes up is what we're going to talk about. The first one we're going to learn about is voyeurism. Now, I don't know if you've ever done any of that stuff. I think um, it depends on the actual definition of voyeurism. So I'm going to look it up from this site. So basically what we did is we decided we were going to talk about this and we were going to try to learn about new stuff. And I did, what did we call it? Fetish roulette? Fetish, yeah. Fetish, fetish roulette. roulette. And I found a site that had a listing and I just kind of scrolled and didn't look at it and just kind of whatever it landed on, uh, we wrote down. So voyeurism, someone who derives sexual pleasure from watching others get it on. Pretty much. Okay, so I think this is encompasses a couple of things here. I, I think this isn't necessarily just like your regular old peeping Tom bullshit. I think we're actually talking about well, it's uh, maybe exhibitionists too. Is that? No, because you're voyeuring, you're watching. Right, you're watching. It's not that your exhibitionist would be something different. Okay, so I mean, have I watched somebody else get it? Well, I've seen porn. That's like, technically voyeurism. It's technically... I mean, if that's the case, I think we're all kind of victims of voyeurism. But, uh, I mean, other than that, I haven't, like... Uh, I don't believe I can recall ever watching anyone get it on consensually or non-consensually. Yeah. Like, like when John Belushi in Animal House crawls up the ladder to watch the girls undress... That's voyeurism. That's voyeurism. Yes. And okay. then he falls over. Yeah. After I he looks at the camera. I don't, I don't know that I've ever done that necessarily. Now, that doesn't mean that people haven't done it to me. I I mean, I can't speak to that. Um, that could be out there somewhere. But I think this also has a lot to do with, um, you know, as we start sending in this new age of, I don't even want to call it dating when you do this, but, you know, sending the dick pics or sending the ass pics or send a picture or send me a video of you jacking off. Right. Like, that's all cool and all, but I think that's probably falls under this category. So I'm going to actually don't know if this is even a fetish anymore. I think this is just standard, like eating ass. <laughs> no? I don't think eating ass is standard. It's standard. <laughs> it's standard. Okay. They said so in the movie yeah. Chips. Okay. Yeah. It's standard it's now. Standard. It's standard now. The, the, the wonderful, the great movie successful... That, Successful movie Chips yeah. with Dax Shepard. Yeah. Yes, eating ass is standard. So I, I think this is just kind of something that's always been there. I just think that in the age previously where there wasn't a lot of widespread porn or people eschewed the porn, that it became more of like a fetish to do that. Yeah, uh, most probably. Um, I, <laughs> I was reading this thing uh, right here on Wikipedia where it's talking about uh, historical perspectives. Uh, and uh, there is relatively little academic research regarding voyeurism. You can turn on the monitor right over here. I don't even know how to do that. There's a button on the... You work in a technologically proficient office, and you don't know how to turn on a goddamn monitor. My monitor's always on. When a review was published in 1976, there were only 15 available resources. Voyeurs were well-paying, quote-unquote, whole lookers, which is my favorite thing whole right now. Whole lookers. Okay, and we're talking, people, about H-O-L-E, yeah, not W-H-O-L-E. <coughs> Uh, and especially Parisian uh, brothels. So it seemed to me that Paris is uh, uh, big on voyeurism. So basically this would be someone who maybe didn't pay as much to fuck the whore, 
but paid to look yeah. through the hole in the door. Most likely, yeah. Uh, a commercial innovation described as far back as 1857, but gaining not not gaining much notoriety until the 1880s. So it took uh, 40 years almost. I'm pretty sure that they knew about that before then. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Wikipedia, so... But, I mean, it, ac- academically or giving it a name, you know, uh, they call it a commercial innovation, kind of like reverse cowgirl, okay. you know, which was oh, yeah. created okay. for porn. Got it. But it, they still... People still did it, you know. Right. They just called it something then. Because I'm pretty sure that, like, from what I know about, you know, ancient history and mythology, I think the Greeks just called it, like, Thursday. Yeah. Like, that was, there wasn't anything. Yeah. It was, that was just, this is what we do on Thursday. Oh, this is, there's another hole. Let's go. I watch, I watch an orgy every Thursday. Yeah. And, and get drunk. And, and that's, that's funny that you bring up uh, the Greeks and the Romans and, and history and whatever else. Like, when did the separation between what, what you consider gay, the LBGTQ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, when did that become a thing? Like, if you look at Greek culture or Roman culture, they didn't give a shit. A hole's a hole. Yeah, it didn't matter. Care. Well, it was actually a good thing because when you when you came inside the young boy, you were giving of him your knowledge. Yes, but no pun intended. But but <laughs> what I'm saying is is, is it, it was a generally accepted yeah thing. Yeah, well, gay I mean, g- gay is generally uh, generally it was an accepted thing. Yes. Well, women were for having children. And men were for having sex. Right. I, well, there you go. I mean, albeit, I'm guessing a lot stinkier because there was a lot of shit-covered dicks, I'm guessing, back then. And, yeah. And poor hygiene. Yeah. As well. So I'm not really sure how all that worked out. Well, who knows? I mean, it, the way that things are going right now. When they invent soap. I couldn't tell you. Mm. I mean, I could look it up, but. Yeah. Um, as far as, I mean, they were using perfumes and, and all that, like bath bath soaps yeah way back in, in ancient egypt yeah so it's it's not like a bath salts i got three days of shit cussed on my dick rub some myrrh on it it'll be fine <laughs> frankincense put some frankincense on it i can't rub myrrh on it this shit is expensive <laughs> you think i'm a fucking king the king of kings <laughs> i'm the king of kings yeah, i am they're lucky i took this on a camel across the desert to that star <laughs> fucking terrible. i think a lot of it had to do with i mean um and I'm having to dig deep here because every time I really try to look at church history, I would, not joke, fall asleep while I tried to read it. Um, I think it actually ended up, it really was completely tied to the Christianity portion of the program. Like, it was completely accepted, even in even in areas where, let's say, Jesus came about. I mean, that was right. a fairly, you know, although, albeit not popular, um, discussion area of that when Jesus came about, homosexuality should have been prevalent. And that's where we always get that, where everybody's, every Christian person's asshole puckers, where you talk about how he must have been fucking his disciples uh-huh. that followed him around. That's because that's just what you did. Like, that shouldn't be held against him, really. So I think it really has to be with the church and where they started overtaking those ancient lands, you know, like as, you know, the Romans came in and took over crap. That's where. Yeah, I mean, you had you had a, well, you had, that a guy and his followers, mm-hmm. you know, that believed in a guy and his followers, you yeah. know, who is the son of a, the invisible guy in the sky. Right. <laughs> and Sky cake. Yes. <laughs> sky cake. <laughs> and, and this, this guy, actually what it was, was 
the Greek it was the Greeks or Romans. I'll have to look it up, but again, ancient history type. Yeah. The it was the Romans. The Romans created Catholicism for out of fear to get the people in line. Right. That's that's the story going on. That's the story that's been going on for a while. In fact, uh, um, when we first started doing this podcast, not this one, but the other podcast, um, is when that information started coming out about how the Roman Catholic Church came about and Christianity came about, and it was created. You know, they're they're like, yeah, there's a there's a Sky King and whatever else, Sky yeah. Cake. Yeah, you got to be nice, and, otherwise, and could be bad. Instead of like. 25 different gods, there's only one god. And right. he's really pissed off at you guys because, you know, you fuck each other and drugs and sex and rock and roll and all this other stuff. Making and, herbs to yeah, cure and people and how dare you... How, how how dare you listen to a guy that's obviously gay give lectures on how to live life and 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 uh, mathematics and and all this other stuff? Obviously, he's <laughs> wrong because he likes to fuck little boys. You know, which I mean, they did also fuck very young boys. But yeah. but that beholden to the fact that there are still countries where that's fairly legal. Yeah, I mean, it was part of society then. I mean, um, uh, Joe I think and middle I, age was twenty five. Yeah, Joe, Joe and I have had a discussion of when does when when did it become when did it become obscene for for um, uh, uh, the whole pedophilia thing? When does that when does Which that come into play? Which is also another fetish. Yeah, and and as we're talking about it, I mean, <clears throat> we figured that it came into play sometime around the eighteen hundreds. That makes sense. Maybe late mid mid to late eighteen hundreds. Because even in early church or early worship or even early colonization, I think you're pretty much looking at girls that were like 12 or 13 that right. were eligible for marriage. But at that point, like you said, I mean, you pretty much died at 30. Yeah. So that's that was like 100. Right. But even, I mean, there's even cases like in the 50s where it was acceptable, 1950. Yes. For, well, Jerry Lee Lewis. I was just thinking that. You know, um, and, and, and well, it's... We'll go from there, but in the in the fifties, it was acceptable to go ahead and date women between the ages of twelve and whatever. Mm-hmm. When I was in when I was in seventh grade or eighth grade, doesn't matter. Seventh or eighth grade, many moons. <clears throat> I knew girls that were dating high school guys because yes. they're they're older and they're more mature. And I went, no, they're fucking they're they're, they're dirty. six they're six years older than you. They're not more mature. Dirty. They're dirty. And, and you're dating a guy that's fucking you, and he shouldn't be doing that anyways. What, are you yes. stupid? You know? Well, you know, he's just more mature. He has a car. He has he's, a car. He's that's really mature. what it's about. It wasn't the maturity thing. Yeah. It but, was a car. But their excuses were always, he's more mature. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's 18 years old. Still is his, you know, He's not mature. No. I think when I was 14, I was dating an 18-year-old. Yeah. I mean, and that's really only four years if you look at it now, but... Right. Yeah, it is a different... Well, yeah, I mean, the, when I was dating Christina, I didn't know she was 16 until, like, six months into it. I was 22. She's 16. She was emancipated. She was working at, like, in Sierra College, right? Okay. And then, as we're dating, I find out, we, we as we were going into it, she's 16. But she's she's emancipated, so I don't, I mean, legally, I she's think, 18. Yeah, technically, yeah. And so, I, I, I don't really know. It doesn't matter. I mean, she's not, she's not 18. And so, there's really... It is what it is. But I find out that there's another guy who is 10 years older than me who had hi- didn't hire her, talked her into taking 
Playboy style pictures, mm-hmm. boudoir, I guess, if you want to call it that. When, but she's like 16 years old. And I didn't find out until after that. I mean, it, it had been a year. So she was 15 when she did this. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, well, you know, I said, she's not even, she's not 21. And, and if you release those photographs, you're going to jail. Like, that's going to happen. It doesn't matter if she's emancipated. Yeah. That's peddling. Yeah. And, and not only that, if you, I, if you hold on to the photographs for whatever amount of time and they find out that she was 15 at the time, that's still breaking the law, regardless yeah, of how old she is now. I don't even think that's white collar prison. I think that's federal fuck you in the ass prison. Oh, oh yeah. At that point. Yeah. I said, so I was like, you better fucking just put that shit away or burn it. Burn it. And that was the last I ever heard or saw of him. So <laughs> who knows? But I mean, like, I mean, so as we're talking about all this other stuff, when we got off the voyeurism aspect. I, but for some matter. reason, I'm reading this. So Mike has, for those of you um, listening at home or in your car um, or in prison, um, they have here <laughs> the prevalence. What, where's, I, it just totally caught my eye. Um, discovered that 30% of men prefer coitus with the lights on. Huh. Okay. Only 30. 65% of men. Okay. 65% of men has engaged in peeping. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that happens. Yeah. They look. They, they're trying to figure it out. But only 30% with the lights on. I figured it would have been higher. In the same study, it was found that 42% of college males who had never been convicted of a crime had watched others in sexual situations. I still don't know what that means. Well, I mean, okay, so again, are we talking about, like, in the flesh, or are we talking about porn? Uh, in the flesh. Congru- uh, research found voyeurism to be the most common sexual law-breaking behavior in both clinical and general, general populations. I mean, I think, I, I think it's common. Like, I think I'm a lot wish. of the studies where they're like, in Sweden, it's only 7.7% of the population. I think it's actually a lot more everywhere else. Yeah. I don't think that Sweden's particularly high. They might be on the low spectrum. They don't actually say that. I just think that it's... it's I don't think they give a shit one way or the other. Fairly common. Yeah. Uh, 60, let's see. Uh, I would classify porn under it. 63% of lawyers also Thank report you my exhibitionist talk. behavior. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it, it has to be because you're watching two people have sex. Right. So... It's voyeurism. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm proud. Okay, so I, I watch porn. I'm a voyeur. There. Put a big red letter V on my chest and send me out. Cast me out to the woods. Yeah, but you're not the only woman that I know that watches it. No, I just, they make it sound weird when they say voyeurism instead of like, hey, I was looking up porn. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's just a... Even though 90% of it on the internet right now, I'm pretty sure it's Russian people. Yeah. Or they say it's Russian people. I don't know. They talk another language. Oh, yeah. In the videos. Are yeah. you not playing the sound, are you? No, <laughs> I generally don't have the sound on. <laughs> Voyeurism has also been linked with obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay, that um, seems interesting. Uh, a little of that. Looking at naked others shifts from an ancillary sexual behavior to a primary sexual act. This results in the displacement of sexual desire, making the act of watching someone the primary means of sexual satisfaction. That's a theory. Uh, I saw something and like If here. you watch it too much, that, that could be like the porn addiction thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. One of the few historical theories on the causes of voyeurism comes from psychoanalytic theory. The theory proposes that voyeurism results from a failure to accept castration anxiety and as a result, a failure to identify with the father, which is horseshit 
because... That sounds like the whole you're in need of a good bleeding thing. Yeah, castration anxiety is a fear of emasculation in both the literal and metaphorical sense. Or, or, or if you are having a problem sleeping, you just need leeches. Yeah. Also, it's the overwhelming fear of damage to or loss of the penis. It's probably why I sleep with mine in my hand. Yeah, because you're afraid of the loss of it. I don't want it to run away. It's going to run away. <laughs> it's 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 done with you, and <laughs> now you're just enough. holding it captive. Yes, I am. Now it's now it's a whole different problem. <laughs> now you got Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hostage. It's a hostage hostage situation with my penis. <laughs> it's trying to leave, and I'm like, no. And it's like, please God, don't make yeah. me stay here. It's so horrible. Get the cuffs. Okay, so right there, right there, graphing por- graphic pornography. Shifting voyeurs from voyeuristic behavior to looking at graphic points. So basically taking them from like watching real people to watching porn to watching a playboy? Yeah, studies show that pornography can be used as a means of satisfying the desires without breaking law. Well, I mean, and that's Uh, what it comes down to. I mean, Jesus, we were, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, back when they had magazines, not that they don't. I remember those. When, when, you know, you had to buy the magazines Mm -hmm. and they would be all over. I mean, literally in the dumpsters, you or people would just throw them on the ground. You just pick them up and start leafing through them and showing your friends. Yeah. Look at that, you know? I guess this is more so of or to gross the people sneaking out. of watching people. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, if if I'm, like, walking, taking a walk at night, and I'm looking in people's windows, like, by the way, I fucking do every day. If yeah. it's dark out and I'm driving and there's a light on, I'm looking in your windows. Just so you guys know, if you guys ever want to know why I'm so rude about curtains and blinds, it's because I'm looking in your windows. I'm looking at what you're watching on TV. I'm looking at what you got hanging on your wall. I'm looking at what's going on in there. Yep. I, I don't know why it just is. If I go by or if I'm walking, let's just say I'm taking a walk through through the neighborhood at night, like here, like we were walking the neighborhood like trick-or-treating and shit like that. Yeah. We walked by and there was a window or something, and I could see two people getting it on. I'm going to stay and watch that. Like, hey, hey, hey. You know, even if they turn around and notice me on the street, I'm going to, like, wave. Hey, yeah. what's up? Close your blinds. Like, that's... Hold your camera up. <laughs> Hold the camera up. You smile. Like, I, I will still watch it. I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it. But I don't go out of my way. Like, I don't dig through people's shrubberies and, like, sneak to the back of their house to watch people right. do it. But, and, and, that, and here's the thing. So... They make they make voyeurism sound like it's all you know all encompassing bad thing, but we've been doing it forever in a day. Walking by people's houses, Christmas. We go see Christmas lights, right? Ooh, you're, you're looking. Kind of you're looking at other people's houses, looking into their windows or watching. <laughs> you're going to look at Christmas lights, and there was somebody doing it through the window. That would be great. That's like a double bonus. Yes, I like that's, that. That yeah, that's that's the, like getting the uh, the piece of the. The Chris Cut Fry and your regular fries. Yeah. that that Well, that happens to me all the time. You're a lucky man. I am. You're a lucky man. Yes. <laughs> and, well, he, well, here's the thing. It's it's like hitting the dollar on the on the prices Right wheel. Yes. And then hitting the uh, the jackpot for both of them. Oh, yes. I was like, I can enjoy these beautiful Christmas lights in someone's yard and watch them both. And watch that guy's ball slap against his wife's ass. Absolutely. This is a great day. Quote, unquote, wife. Quote, unquote, wife. Yes. Not at all the maid. Right. Or the babysitter. Or the nanny. <laughs> yeah, so voyeurism is not a crime. Because, it, I mean... It, it is if you're sneaking people's houses and well, yeah, I mean, if you're yards if, and stuff. If you're doing that. But, I mean, if you're driving by their houses, it's still the same thing. So you can't really call it That's voyeurism. That's more exhibitionism then. 
That's the flip side. Uh, when you're ch- you're doing it on purpose t- for someone to see or flashing your titties or yeah, but I mean, in public or the but the definition of voyeurism is to watch. Right. Right. Uh, well, watch a sexual it's act. It's the flip side. But more, more so, it's not. It's not your crime if you happen to be looking at Christmas lights and get to see this guy boning the nanny. Right. But flipped, more so, they're guilty of exhibitionism and indecency because he was boning the nanny in front of the picture window during Christmas light season. Right. Or Halloween. On the street that's known for Christmas, Christmas lights. lights. With a big arrow that says, look in here. Yeah. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Hey, guys. <sighs> big flashing lights like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Horrors here. Horrors here. Right here. Yeah, I, I just, I, you can't really, because I, I like the term voyeurism. I don't believe the term voyeurism is actually a, based off of sexual, you know, watching someone get off on sexual activities, you know, watching two people bone. Well, I think it's the act of watching them when they don't. I think really it's just the them. act of watching, you know, and, and getting off on that. Well, and it depends on your version of getting off. Like I think people get going to see Christmas lights gets people off mentally differently. You know, like my dad had to go see Christmas lights. That doesn't mean it was a sexual excitement for him. You know, because that that would be fucking weird. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I'd have to that's, ask that's about another that. fetish that I didn't land on. Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe <laughs> Christmas that. getting off on Christmas lights. You know, but he loved going to see the Christmas lights, or you know, Halloween, or, or fire syndrome. Yeah. Um, I think that voyeurism is all-encompassing in terms of a definition of watching someone else do something and gaining gratification from that. Not necessarily sexual gratification, but gratification. Of some sort. Yeah. Um, Non-consensual voyeurism is considered to be a form of sexual abuse. Did you know that? Well, because if somebody's watching, you're not authorizing. Yeah. If you're not just like... Yeah. George McFly. nude on the... Beach. Yes, George McFly. Another one of those kids landed in the middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> Peeping Tom in the bushes. See, now I'm going to actually look up. Um, what was Marty's mom's name? I don't remember. No, he called for he called for the wife. Um, it's like, Diane, there's another kid in the street again. I don't understand why. Satisfaction. <laughs> He's an idiot. His parents are probably idiots, too. You ever a kid like that? I'll disown you. Oh, sexual sexual satisfaction with Christmas. I could actually look it up. Let's see. Oh, five Christmas sex positions. Not what I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> what is it? What, how do you have a Christmas? This one's called the tree. We call this one the O'Tannon bomb. We call this one the candy cane. Uh, that's kind of weird. The candy cane. That's a hook thing. Yeah, I, I don't. I was just making it up. <laughs> I think it's all just the same sex positions. They just do different uh, names for them. Did you know in the United States, video voyeurism is an offense in nine states and may require the convicted person to register as a sex offender? We're all going to jail. Yeah, there was a movie called Video Voyeur and documents the criminalization of secret photography. Saudi Arabia banned the sale of camera phones in April of 2004 and then reversed the ban in 2004. Uh, Some countries such as South Korea and Japan require all camera phones sold in their country to make a clearly audible sound whenever a picture is being taken. And that right there... That's because they would walk around. What they used to do is they would walk around with mirrors on their shoes to look up your skirt, and that was uh, a, that was a big thing until yeah. camera phones came out, and then they could walk and do the take pictures. shots. Okay, just as an update for you guys, um, I couldn't find anything with Christmas lights. Real quick, I mean, I'm sure I could if I keep going through the bowels of the internet, but I can give you a Santa fetish or Santa philia. Santa philia. It's a sexual fetish for all things Santa Claus. 
if you have this sexual fetish, you basically want your stocking stuffed by Saint Nick until you scream ho ho ho. <laughs> basically, people don't want to fuck Santa. The best scene, the best voyeuristic scene ever filmed, Porky's. Oh, yes, the shower scene. Yeah, when she grabbed that kid's crank. To, to, to use a Family Guy reference. <laughs> when she grabbed that kid's crank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can, uh, you can maybe not for Christmas lights, but maybe you could want to fuck Santa Claus. That could be part of it. What are you doing to my lighted Santa? <laughs> All right, what's our next one? I know uh, I looked up a couple. What was our next fetish? Um, Give it to me. Hold on. What are we doing with you fetish? Wait. We could do uh, urophilia. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. So uh, doing the fetish roulette again, I, I found, I landed on this one, which I had never heard of before, which was um, urophilia. And we were like, what the hell is that? And then we started like reading and we're like, oh, that's it. And so it sounds really, really awesome um, until you actually read into it and it's just getting pissed on. Yeah, it's a it's another term for urolagnia. Oh, well. yeah, which is very common, the urolagnia. Yeah. That's not at all. There is a, what the hell is this? Urophilia cancer? Uh, uh, bladder, bladder cancer. cancer. Okay. I don't know why that's urophilia cancer. You get cancer from pissing on people? I guess. So is it pissing on people or being pissed on? Did we water sports? See, just in a general of it right there. Oh, oh, that's an old picture too. Yes. So it's an, a very old timey right guy's mouth. Thirties, forties pictures of a chick positioning her standing over a guy peeing in his mouth. Yeah. Just and that's great aim. I mean Well look at her guy. I mean I mean no, it's I know she's it's got drawn. The, the fingers and you know, well, yeah, I mean, you can aim it a little bit. I mean, you kind of have to when you have to pee certain places. But yeah, she's she's really aiming. She's got this down pat. I don't know. They looks like they've done this before. As a paraphilia. What's a paraphilia? Uh, in the experience of intense sexual arousal to atypical objects, situations, fantasy behaviors, or individuals. So it's pretty oh, much okay, everything. Oh, okay. So it's just fe- it's fetishism. Inte- intense sexual arousal to whatever. So, like, dildos, situations, be fantasies, behaviors, individuals. Okay, go back to the Eurofeelers. Yes. So, let's see. Variations. Infant- infantilism as well. Oh, pissing in your diaper and having yeah. someone change it? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I, I, I kind of put that under something else. Let's see. Which I don't, I've Clothes never wedding got. when you piss yourself, exhibitionum, when somebody sees you pee, human urinal. Human urinal. I think I'm going to start using this actually as a put down to people. Human urinal. You're a I like using pieces of garbage, human piece of garbage, but human urinal. Human urinal is pretty good. And, and I don't even think they have one of those, uh, you know, uh, freshening cakes in there. I think that's, let's see. Uh, B, uh, so it's mostly BDM, SM community. Oh, let's see. The submissive has to get, oh, what's on? Russia. Oh, Marasha. Sounds like something you order at the sushi place. The act of holding one's urine until the need to urinate is urgent. That could also, yeah, that could totally be from the sushi place. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I get a uh, lobster roll with uh, the Omarashi? <laughs> pussing. I don't know what pussing is, but it's British. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, give him a right good, uh, see, that always goes Scottish. With. Give him a good pussing. Our male partner watches. Uh, Otherwise undetected, un- undetected, undetected. Okay. So like through a glory hole. Okay, so you're just basically well, and it says voyeurism. Right? Yeah, Seeing there another you. urinate without the person. Okay, yeah. um, I don't know if I would put watching someone piss in the same category. Someone literally pissing on you. This seems like two very, very different things to me. 
Yeah, but I mean, you're still watching them piss. I still, I've seen so many people piss. It just isn't a thing anymore. I got, you know, people that like film it and send it to their buddies. Like, I don't, it's like, that's just. Yeah, I've never, I've never been into this. It's standard. Yeah, but I don't, I mean. I don't know, but chicks always go to the bathroom with other other chicks in the bathroom too. So, I mean, it's just. Right. It's just not a deal. Like, like if you have to use a public toilet, I can't even deal with that. Like. Well, I, at work, I had to go to the bathroom, and there was there was a dude in there, literally just being loud on purpose and grunting one out, like, ah, you know, and and like, really, really, that's did you have a fucking stall right there? It's a thin piece of sheet metal, and I got to piss. Yeah, and you're being that, excessively loud. Well, it, it provides them what they feel is a piece of privacy. Yeah, um, I think omarashi actually now is something that I. Um, do without realizing it and not for sexual satisfaction. It's just for the fact that I don't want to take the time to go to the bathroom or I'm on a long car ride and I don't want to have to pull over. Um, that's that's so the one thing for me. That happened to me. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's any kind of arousal. I just think <laughs> fucking stubborn. <laughs> that That's happened to me on occasion where I've been driving and then like literally I was like I'm, I'm like I've driven from Point A to point B, and it's like a 400, 500 mile drive, right? Like, I am not stopping. And then you get to the point where, like, you have to, or something dire is going to happen, right? Well, or you really, really have to, and you realize that you're only X amount of time away from your destination. Yeah. And you have to have that discussion with yourself. Like, yeah. can I make it to my destination, get out and find a restroom and not wet myself, or do I need to stop really? Right now, no. I've had to really stop. I've like had to I've too. had to pull over. Yes. Like and find a fucking you know a shrubbery. grove. <laughs> yeah, shrubbery. Yeah, shrubbery. Somewhere dark where there nobody could see you. Because uh, otherwise it would be pussing. Yeah. Or pussing or whatever it is. Maybe it is pussing. That's grosser. That is grosser. That's a different fetish. Clothes wetting. Uh, Raspberry wetting your own clothes. No, man. No. I, I, man. If I, because I hold it like I said. So you know how they always say like. Football players do this. Chicks after they they collect their clothes. Yeah. Um, chicks after they have kids, you know how they always make the joke that they piss themselves like when they cough or or whatever. Like I've had that happen when I sneezed, but it's never just been because like do 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 do. I don't have to pee. Oh, I sneezed and I pissed myself. It's always when I'm holding it. Right. I'm doing the omarashi, and then I end up with a clothes wet. Um, <laughs> It's like a side of it. I'll take an omarashi with a side of clothes wetting. So it's like I'm doing the dishes and I don't want to stop doing the dishes to take a piss. And so I just really want to finish the fucking dishes and I sneeze and then I piddle myself. Not like a ton, but it's like a little. So I'm guessing that's what they mean, but this isn't like. Yeah, you're not getting sexual away. satisfaction out of it. No. But football players, when it's really cold out, they will piss themselves because it's warm. John Madden was talking about this. In fact, he because he one of the guys on one I don't like Cowboys or whatever. Uh, he looked like he was excessively sweating, and Madden's like, "No, he's not sweating. This is common because it's so cold out. When they pee themselves, it's warm, and then yeah, it may get cold, but their body temperature keeps. He says it keeps their body temperature up or some shit like that. I don't know, but they do it all the time. It's kind of like people who do scuba diving." They piss themselves all the time in their wetsuits. Right. Because it puts the warm water in there so that you don't have to deal with cold water. Right. That seeps in. So, awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. frequency. So, yeah. Ah, here we go. Notable oh. urophiliacs. Oh, people that like to be pissed on. Chuck Berry. Oh, oh, Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Berry. 
He was sued for videotaping dozens of women in the bathroom of a restaurant. So he, he really liked the piss. It wasn't I, just like, I like you to piss on me. It was like, I even want to watch people piss. Yeah, uh, he pretty much, um, he was weird. He 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 was like into that, into shit too, apparently. Oh, Him and um, Danny Thomas. Two people that you really would never think. Yeah. Havelock Ellis, who's a British sexologist who was impotent until at age 60, he discovered he was aroused by the sight of a woman urinating. Okay, so I don't buy that. I don't believe that either. You go sixty years and you don't get a hard on, and all of a sudden you see a chick piss, and you do. I don't get that either. Yeah, no, he was walking around with a hard on at eighteen. Albert Fish, oh, a serial killer. Yep. Okay. The Gray Man or the Boogeyman. Okay. A Nova Scotian fiddler, Ashley Mackle. Uh, Ricky Martin. Oh, oh. Did not know. Wait, that. I know that guy. Well, I mean, like not personally, but giving like a Puerto Puerto Rican singer interview. Oh, he likes to give, not receive. Yeah. Patrice O'Neill. I don't even know who that is. Patrice O'Neill was a stand-up. He was on the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, he, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. His urine tasted like birthday cake. And that's how he found out he suffered from diabetes. Yes. It's too sweet. Okay. Rock bitch. Okay, don't don't know who that is, but I'm interested. Female British band. Okay. That features many sexual acts, including urination. Okay, fair enough. Annie yeah. Sprinkle. Okay, who, well, I know where this is going. Who is an American porn actress. Most people don't know who she is, but she was. She has big tits. Okay. Uh, trough man. That sounds like um, that sounds like somebody you encounter in the woods. Yeah. When yeah. you're um, alone, and it's midnight. Yeah. An Australian noted in the Sydney media for lying down in urinal troughs at Sydney Mardi Gras. Oh, okay. He just liked to do that. Ian Watkins of the Lost Prophets. However, he was convicted of numerous child sex abuse charges. Urolagnia. There it came up again. Yeah. What was it again? Uh, what was urolagnia? I don't know. I gotta look it up. Oh, this is all just urolagnia. Yeah, I didn't know that was an offense. Uh, another big word is a form of salif- salirophilia, a form of paraphilia in okay, which sexual so excitement all, is. It all, it all just ties back. Yeah, They're just making up new names. Sexual We're excitement. Making up is new names for old shit. Associated with the site or it's like the sex positions. Yeah, We're just coming up with new names for old shit. I could do that too. White people like getting people. Okay. <laughs> Trump and the golden shower allegations. Okay, well, I mean, who cares? Some people like fucking other people's cigars. Some people like pissing on others. Whatever. Yeah, yeah pretty much. You could do that. This All is right. a big one, though. This nylon fetish. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I know that guys like stockings and fishnets, but I didn't know there was an actual, like, I just really enjoy nylons. So let's have a look at this. I don't have a Wikipedia right now. Um, is sexual interest in or sexual arousal by wearing nylons or seeing when see like when you're younger and you see girls wearing the heels and the thigh highs? Yeah, the pantyhose. I mean, you don't always you know. wear thigh highs, but pantyhose. Yeah, okay. Well, not necessarily. I I didn't care for pantyhose. Thigh highs. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, everybody's got that whole hang up, but I mean, nylon is a nylon. So yeah, but some people like the feel of it. You know, right? And that's what I think this might be. Wearing, having a male submissive wearing and arousal by ripping or tearing or simply a height. It's much easier for me to take a break to take a drink when there's a third person here to actually talk. Yes. Um, so, okay, I had okay. a buddy once and I, ha- I I started working when I was really young about, uh, what was I, 16? And I worked at a bank and we had to dress like super professionally back then. Not like now where you walk into the bank and they might as well just be wearing like juicy sweatpants. Um there we go. Like we had to have like a jacket if we wore pants and it had to be at least hanging on our chair as chicks. Like I'm sure this was, you know, this was before equal dress codes. I'm sure um, I'm just that old. And then um, also 
we if we wore dresses, we had to wear pantyhose. That was a requirement. You had to wear pantyhose. Wow. Um, and I had a buddy that used to tell me all the time that he just thought women's pantyhose were so cool. And if we were ever hanging out, I had my pantyhose. He wouldn't like jizz on them or anything, but he would just grab them and then like snap them. He would just just consistently just snap them almost as like a, a subconscious thing. Like, and it was just like one of those things that I'm just used to people with quirks. So I was like, whatever. He was just snapping my pantyhose. He never got like weird about it. He just snapped the pantyhose. So I think maybe he had a nylon fetish now. You're reading. Yeah. Uh, um, I was reading the men who are discovered wearing women's pantyhose for fetish purposes are labeled as transvestites by their partners, which I, they can be or they don't necessarily have to be. They, they just probably like just have a nylon or they could just have a nylon fetish. Right. Uh but this is the Wikipedia, so uh, there's a small number of women, perhaps due to the nature of the garment, who will find them stimulating. Um, Just when you think you look sexy. Yeah. Probably. A few typical examples uh, are, let's see here, uh, focus on certain areas of the body while wearing pantyhose, like foot fetishism, wearing pantyhose with other specific garments, uh, certain styles you know, sandal foot, reinforced toe, opaque, patterned, or specific deniers, shades, give, or brands. Give me a nice, hot, reinforced toe control waist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, with I like me some, I like me some control top, reinforced toe, nude pantyhose. That is hot. Control top. Like spanks. The, yeah, the like, whole control like top that goes partially down the thigh. That's what I want to see. Right. I don't just want the shit up here. Like, I want it all the way down the thigh. Yeah. With like the cotton crotch. <laughs> the gold gym the version. <laughs> you, you know, like the, the, the weight belt, the, yeah. the stretch weight belt. Yeah, that that's what weight. I want. That's that is hot. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds nice. I see a lot of those at some of the conferences I go to. A lot of old ladies in there. Reinforced toe nude pantyhose. Look at that. You can buy used panties in Japan. You know, um, that was one uh, uh, that our brother and I had talked about doing was selling his panties before they made it illegal in the United States. But you can't get them on. Why uh, is it illegal? I don't know. We just had to figure out people to supply them because we figured nobody would buy them from like me. <laughs> like nobody wants that. We had to find somebody that seemed like you'd want their panties. Why is it is it illegal to sell your used panties online? There's no law that prohibits you. And I'm pretty sure that in California you cannot sell used panties. On the interwebs. But if you can, let me know. I think I have a business I need to open. There may be issues with Department of Health. Whatever. Women faces jail for dirty underwear. Um, I sold my underwear to Craigslist men. There you go. Is, you, is it illegal? Illegal. We're going to find out now. There it is. As it's listening to us. Is it illegal to sell and ship dirty fetish underwear to a buyer? Five weird things I learned selling my used panties on Reddit. Hey, there we go. Reddit. Well, it's actually cracked, but but Reddit is the best place to go. If you want to learn anything on the internet, go to Reddit. I've never figured out how to use that. All right. Uh, let's see. It's an international underground industry. So it's underground. Why is it underground if it's legal? So nobody wants to admit they buy dirty panties Correct. on the internet? All right. I'll continue below. Japanese, that's just disgusting and... I want to know who would buy my dirty in. Uh, if that's the case, I could probably... See, I mean, look. Like, my, how long do you have to wear them before they consider dirty underwear? Like, because I could go to buy, like, to Walmart and buy, like, a pack of, like, underwear and have it be, like, just wear it for, like, 30 minutes. You can... You do more than just wear them. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, that, that answers my question. So you post a few pictures of certain... A certain pair of panties onto the forum and then get an influx of private messages from interested buyers. While I sold that pair specifically as is, I started to develop ongoing buyers who would make suggestions. Uh, so you could do that. I just read leaving skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Customers okay. are surprisingly not creepy. I I would be surprised if they're not creepy if they're asking me to leave skid marks in my underwear. You have to market your junk. They want pictures to prove they're yours. Yes. You really have to do good to get good at knowing your own body, what types of lighting and angles are flattering, blah, blah, blah. You could probably make a good living at it if you know what you're doing. Or how my husband feel about that. I don't think he would care. I don't know. I'm not selling sex. I'm just selling my dirty underwear. Yeah. It's just dirty underwear. We can wash it or I can make 30 bucks off it. Yeah. Figure I buy a pack for 10 bucks. 30 to 75 bucks a pop? Yeah. You just go find a fucking form to I sell it on? I could probably get skid marks in underwear for $75. I could do that. <laughs> uh, I could I figure it out. I could make some shit work. Can I charge shipping due or is shipping included? How much is shipping for a pair of dirty panties? Do you have to put a biohazard label on it? Uh, I don't get where people are getting information from. Those who are claiming it's legal, but trust me, I say selling... You're marketing an adult entertainment business, Kelly Roberts, uh, is absolutely not legal. It falls under most local jurisdictions as a health code violation, which is why you see signs in stores saying you need to wear your panties when trying on swimwear, and you're also seeing signs saying they can't return underwear once you buy it. Um, Woman faces jail for dirty underwear? Yeah. That's a great headline. Uh... Underwear has been sold online. No crime in the USA for selling used clothing. It's up to the purchaser whether or not they choose to launder it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make any sense because literally, I'm. if you work in retail and you sell clothes, you tell the person to wash the clothes because it's been shipped. It may have rat shit on it. it so, rat shit. so selling your used underwear to somebody who buys it under consent... Okay, I'm just going to say, and I'll know, although I don't have the test records to prove this, that 100% my dirty panties are going to be less of a health issue than ratchet. You can go to pantytrust.com. Aw, pantytrust. There you go. There's your website. Pantytrust.com. That actually sounds like a feminine hygiene product. Is it your time of the month? Here do you, you can, experience heavy flows? You can... Uh, Try pantytrust. You can do what they do in Japan and put them in Ziploc bags. As opposed to how I would sell them in... I'm going to say if if there's two people that consent to doing it, um, you know, then do it. Maybe I can make a make this dream a reality. Yeah. How did you make your fortune? Well, that's an interesting story. I put skid marks in my used underwear. Kmart underwear. <laughs> I buy exclusively Kmart underwear. I rub my taint in them. My my brother for sends money. my brother sends me pictures of Kmart underwear, and I say yes. Yes. Yes, I will. That will I work. Will put a skid mark in those. <laughs> Absolutely. He's he's the gopher. <laughs> he's the underwear he's the gopher. Annie gopher. <laughs> that just sounds so bad. Panty <laughs> gopher. He's a panty gopher. He's a panty gopher. So basically, that also leads into we got under that. <laughs> we told you that story like because of the urination. Right. And actually, people do ask for the urine. It sounds like at the panties too, which is which is interesting. And the, the nylon fetish, which is that does have the panties inside of them. So. Um, I don't know. The nylon fetish, I really think, like you said, is just really, I think a lot of it is that visual thing that we talked about with guys, you know, that they're more of a visual thing um, when it's the thigh highs. There's got to be those people out there that really enjoy the reinforced toe control top yeah, um, or wearing the reinforced toe control top. I think that's probably most of it. So I did learn that that's actually fetish now. I thought that was just normal. Yes. Well, not the reinforced toe control top, but y- yes, yes. So our last subject which is BDSM. Now, there is a wide variety of BDSM stuff. So we can look up, you know, for communities and stuff like that. So we can do cross-dressers, body modification enthusiasts. Cross-dressing is not BDSM. Animal role players. 
Oh, what? Rubber <laughs> fetishists. No, that's like bestiality, isn't it? Not necessarily. Animal role players. Oh, so like I pretend I'm a... Sh- oh, the people that stuff uh, yeah. butt plugs in that have the horse tails. Animal role play I'm is right a form that. of role play where at least one participant plays a part of a non-human animal. As with most forms of role play, it includes play in psychodrama. So what we're actually looking at is a chick that's dressed up in a lot of gear. She's got a bit in her mouth and she's probably getting whipped. I'm just going to get one. So that's probably why that happened. A topless pony girl pulling her mistress seating on a sulky at USA's Folsom Street Fair. Yes. It's not our Folsom. San Francisco. It, it is our Folsom. Well, different. Well, it's two uh, two hours, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, so animal role play can be found in BDSM contexts. Okay, but so to me, okay, so here's here's where you get the Heather thing. So here's here's the deal. So there is. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm really into BDSM. And I don't really think those people, that's like the, um, the <laughs> you keep saying that word, although I do not think you know what it means. Um, there's, there's, there are different variances of, but essentially what it means is, is, you know, there's the, the, the dominance and submissive, um, or the, but this is also variances of S and M, which is a lot more, um, rough. Uh Um, it can be just spanking. Um, it can also be dominance and submissive, which isn't necessarily just a physical act. Um, if you want to play dominant submissive, if you're really committed to that role, it goes so far beyond the bedroom. It's being submissive to that person and having an an appropriate dominant person, not someone who's dominant for your demise, but someone who's dominant in general and is looking out for your well-being and might spank you as well. So I think this, the people think they're like, oh yeah, I'm into BDSM or, um, I'm into this. And really what they like is spanking someone. Do you find this picture offensive? Do I find that Damn, that picture f- what? Do you find this picture offensive? No, I do not find this picture offensive. So what we're looking at is um, a lady who is completely naked. Um, she's very good looking. She actually looks kind of like uh, Kate Hudson. Yeah, she looks like Kate Hudson. Fake um, kids. Completely naked, and she's got some sort of leather strappy lederhosen looking thing going on with her stockings, and she's got a chain around her neck with a leash. And you got a dude that <laughs> looks like he wears affliction shirts and probably takes too much testosterone. Ed Hardy. Yeah, probably wearing like an Ed Hardy shirt. He asks me if I lift, but he's probably like 50 and he's got um, a leash around her neck. Yeah. So the reason why I asked if you found that offensive is because we're, as we're looking at Wikipedia, Wikipedia will actually show tits and, but in the context of, of what people are reading. So I don't find that offensive because I don't believe that that woman was forced. I think that this is, I think that's his dominant portion of the program. Plus, I think if you scroll up, you'll notice that she's pretty, pretty hot. Um, he's not. And she had a very large diamond ring, which leads me to believe that she's probably a little bit more submissive for the money. Right. And I will advocate for that as well. Yeah. So, But I mean, my, my point is, is that they'll put this on Wikipedia. But if you are explaining anything, like if you are doing a, a Facebook post about this stuff. Yeah. You can't post this because it'll get flagged. Yeah. Like I posted. Unless you said it was a dude and then you just say that they're not tolerant. Yeah. LGBTQ. Yes. Absolutely. Um, or LGBTQT. That's it. Um, I had posted a picture of, we were doing that, the top 10 albums that changed your life or whatever. Yeah. And I posted a picture of Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy, I think it was. Where they have all the cherubs and the little demon things. Yeah, and the, 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 all the, it's yeah. actually a, um, young children. Okay. Are and they, and someone nay-nay. fucking flagged it. And, and Facebook said, this is inappropriate. And you're like, it's Led Zeppelin. And I looked it up on Facebook and there is a minimum 
of a thousand instances where that album has come up and on Led Zeppelin's official Facebook page, there's three different covers of that same cover, three different versions of that same cover, mm-hmm. and none of it's flagged. So that's why I'm asking, you know, do, do, do people find this offensive or is this interesting? And some, some do. I mean, so, so why would you a find lot it of offensive? Other chicks that I that would that would look at this and, and be offended by the fact. I think it's more so they're offended by the notion of it. They shouldn't be offended by the form. Um, I think, if anything, I'm probably offended by the poor boob job. Eh, her boobs are okay. But that's really not a poor. Well, you can see the cut right there. Well, and, Those, and that's one's probably a little off. I mean, well, I mean, you're also looking at an, an angle. But if you, this is, um, this is probably say, fresh. This diamonds, is probably like two weeks. Judging by the diamonds in her ear, she's well taken care of. What she's doing. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't have to work, so she can work out. Right. That's what's going exactly. on there. So if, if this guy if this guy probably beat her and forced her into doing this stuff, that's a little Right. So animal animal role play. So BDSM as a fetish. Um, so we're learning about this. We're learning, again, that it has a little bit more. As we learned with other things, either that we already knew about and we're learning more, we knew a little bit about BDSM. Um, right now what Mike and I are doing are going through and... And discerning between the different figuring various out. types to figure out if BDSM kind of a thing. I mean, I, I think people just, I think they almost use it as broad as like using a Kleenex, you know, when it's really like a facial tissue and they call it a Kleenex. I think people like buy the bond, the cheap ass bondage set online and yeah, the say, furry say that they're into BDSM. And I don't think yeah. that's exactly what this means. Yeah, I, I know someone that's really into it and she's done the, the real bondage stuff. I, I know a couple of people that do it. Um, I know one person that's specifically into it, and um, she she works in a dungeon. Oh, okay. And okay, then, so it's, a, it's actually a profession for her. Well, I don't know if it's a profession more... Um, Is she a jizz mopper? No. Okay. No, she she's um, she's a... Uh, it's her thing, I guess. It's... it's. I don't know if it's 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 a job, but it's it's a um, it's a pleasure for her, you know? Okay, which is fine. So it's it, she goes to it on like a weekly or an, on a regular basis and does this and does ex- I mean there's things that she won't do obviously and there's things that she absolutely loves to do or wants to learn. Now I have looked up some serious like S and M BDSM um, shit and it is there is some seriously not awesome shit in there. Yeah. Not awesome. Yeah, I'm not into the uh, clothespin fetishes uh, or anything I mean, else like, like that. There, there was just a picture of a chick squatting in lingerie. She had a gag or ball gag mouth. That's still right. Um, there's another chick on here that's got like a, you know, like a collar around her neck. Like, oh, whoop de doo. I mean, sh- fuck, people wear chokers. Uh, there's a chick right now. She's all tied up weird from a hook, and she's got a ball gag in her mouth. And I just mostly that would be uncomfortable. Yeah, they call it a uh, hog tie bondage. Yeah, she, I mean, gagged. I'm not into. The, you know, I'm not into rope restraints or anything else like that. But I'll tell you one thing: if it's done right, like if you check out this picture, look at look at how well done it. it it's almost like an art form, you know? Yeah, the way that they tie. Their knots. Yeah. Probably a boy scout or a girl scout, a seaman. <laughs> <laughs> a seaman. Um, but if you really look at the way that things are done, like I'm not into cutting or anything else like that. I can't. I don't want to do that. Hogtied like this, wanting clamps. You know, uh, that's that's fine. People that dig on ball gags are, you know, that's that's fine. But as long as you can breathe through them, like like the rope tie and stuff like that. This is all interesting in terms of 
the way that it's done. So if somebody just really gets off on that, I'm just not that person. Yeah, but if you look at the way that the ropes are tied, like uh, separating the model from the whole thing, if you look at the way that this stuff is done, it's it's fascinating because t- the time that it takes to actually put all that stuff together and to to get the model to be in that position to be able to tie them properly right and the way that they do it i mean it, it's it well, really is and just to just show amazing. you how little evidently now we're finding that mike and i are into this we're actually like analyzing the knot structure as opposed to <laughs> yeah I, I mean chick tied up in it <laughs> you know I, I mean the girl that's tied up into it i uh, uh. Oh, look at the size of this knot. This is a very nice knot. What is this? This is a such and such knot. Yeah. Oh, this is fantastic. It's like an art form of knots. It, I mean, it, that's, and there's but like that's a chicken, and she's got her 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 vag lips are like yeah. roast, be- roast beefed into this rope, and we're just like, oh, look at the knot. Like a, like a slingshot bikini. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good looking. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm not. If but there were better, really enjoy this. If there were a model, I mean, if there were a model of my type that was probably set in that, I'd be like, okay, then I can see that. Yeah, okay. I don't know if she's my type. I'd have to look at her normal. She's my type. That's why like I think I would that's cool. Like I have to have a conversation about her. With yeah. Like, hey. Well, no, I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd have to see her without the bondage stuff on before I can make be a determination. In yeah. Up. And I think people that are into this. Like, my like, problem like with Mr. porn. Mr. Slave over here with this hood on. Um, in this other photo, we're looking at um, is a dude tying up another dude to like a post in the middle of the street with um, with the a, whole <laughs> a fucking Gestapo and a, like a jackbooted <laughs> thug. Yeah, just sitting out there in a row of porta potties behind. Yeah, so. on, on a Indian drum of all things. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot to this picture now that I'm I'm <laughs> really looking at it. It's, there's it's a lot going fucking, on. It's fucking uh, it's taxi driver okay. meets the gimp. Yeah. Meets a Gestapo Nazi foot soldier yeah, on, on top of an Indian drum. Native American drum, a line of yes, that's uh, and there's the, there's a guy in leather pants in the background just hanging out. He's just chilling. He's yeah. waiting for a porta potty. Probably. He, he's not even did in the rest of the bondage. See, my problem with porn is like I can't. Uh, you have a problem? With, you don't have a problem? With uh, no, I don't. But my problem with porn is I have to see the girl's face. If I can't see the girl's face, I'm not interested. And see, I, I don't even think really that matters for me. And, and and because I'm a chick, I don't really... And I shouldn't say because I'm a chick, because I know that there's chicks out there that get off and don't fucking blow me up with your messages about how there's lots of chicks that do. I, I mean, I can watch a lot of it, and like there's going to be a certain amount of turn-on for it, but it's not going to be the same as you know if there's a backstory or if I read a story on it, because I'm not visually stimulated in the same way that men are. Gimp a gimp suit. suit. They yeah. actually called a gimp suit. Yeah. I'll be goddamned. You know how you know how old I was when I found out they called it a gimp suit? Today. I was today years old. Um there is there is a uh, a fetish. It looks sweaty. Yeah, the, when you wear leather it's not the best smell in the world. Um there is here it is. Polish. Smooth and shiny surface. Gimp gimp, gimp polish? suit polish. You polish your own gimp suit? No, but here. Oh, rawr. That guy's got a rawr face on. So see how shiny it is? Yeah. I've always found this interesting. It, like, if you take off that fucking stupid hood, I'm not into the hoods, but <laughs> some people just, what the fuck is wrong with some people? Like, here we go. Perfect. So latex, but, like, if you look at gimp suits and whatnot, and they're not shiny. Look at this. Look how shiny that is. For some reason, I've always dug on this. I, I the don't. shiny PVC leather look? Yeah. Not on that chick. Eh, even on that chick, it's fine. 
I try not to judge. <laughs> like, if you're going to go out and wear that stuff and do modeling or whatever else, more power to you. Yeah. Like, I don't care what size you are. I mean, I have my specific likes and my specific sizes and whatnot, and as, as does everybody else. But, like, I'll give you kudos. I'll be your cheerleader, you know? Yeah. Because that takes fucking balls. For but, anyone. But um, the, the whole BDSM thing, I'm not, I've never been into it. No. That's cool, though. Look at that. What is that? Glow-in-the-dark ropes. Oh, that actually makes a pretty picture. I don't know how sturdy they are. Uh, yeah. Bondage with fluorescent ropes. That's yeah. nice. At a rave. That would be interesting. I um, <laughs> There's your candy cane. <laughs> it's the candy cane. It's the predicament bondage. Oh, well, that's bad. Yeah. Woman is forced to stand on her toes to prevent the metallic hook. Okay. That, yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. Toe cuffs. That doesn't and, uh, even seem restrictive. Not even. And then tickling. Oh, well, yeah, that's probably bad. Wharton yeah, I wouldn't like that. Toe so, cuffs with a Wharton bag. Again, Wharton a lot of the stuff I'm, I'm not super into. I think some of the um, submissive stuff, believe it or not, I do enjoy, depending on the situation. And I think it's because I'm so um, dominant in other areas that I don't mind giving up a little bit of that, you know, when it comes to the sex life portion of the program. But there, I, I also do have my limits on that. Like, you don't get to p- smack or punch me in the face. You don't get to... I don't like, think that's really... Well, that's S&M. But. Really hurt in that manner. But I don't mind a little bit of light bondage and stuff. I don't want whatever it was where they were tickling people's feet. That's going to... I will stab you when I'm free. If you do that to me, I will kill you as soon as I'm free. Right. Just might as well tickle my feet and then put a bullet in my head because you're going to die. Right. That's going to happen. <laughs> I understand that. Um, would you do leg cuffs or thumb cuffs? What, thumb cuffs? Thumb cuffs. What? Why would so you, you can't move? Thumbs. See, like, I can't deal with bondage at all. I can't, I can't See, be restrained. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I would be okay with that. I have a weird thing going on with my body. I didn't, there's, like, specific places, like, don't touch. Well, you're a creep. Well, yeah, I know, but one of them is my belly button. Like, I'm, I'm physically afraid of someone putting their finger in my belly button. Well, and Although see, I do it to other people. That's because you're a horrible, horrible uh, person. I'm an asshole, but yeah. But see, here's the thing: is when, when you're practicing stuff like that, like you're supposed to communicate those need the, that with somebody, and right. they're supposed to respect that. And if they don't, then they're breaking that. Right. And then that's just not somebody you can do but that with. Obviously, I can't have my hand strained, or it becomes it becomes almost um, uh, unbearable. Like I need to have my hands free so I can protect your belly button. Protect my belly button. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but it's it, and it, it's a weird it's a weird thing. Vision of Mike attempting to, someone's attempting to suck his cock. He's like, "Free my hands! I must protect the belly button." <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I don't want you touching it. Don't touch my belly button. Keep your fucking. I will give you three million dollars. Alien fingers and <laughs> four <laughs> virgins to touch your belly button. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> Again, back to our theory. Back to the uh, back money to the, theory. Uh, Alpha Trio uh, theory, everything's got a price. Yes, everything's got, got a price. price. But for three million bucks and four virgins, you can fucking touch my belly button all you want. Because yeah, oh, there's oh, nothing oh, wrong with it. Put your tongue in. Wah, 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 yeah, wah. I'll get used to it after a while. <laughs> but, Adapt. Adjust. Yeah. <laughs> Overcome. Marines. <laughs> but for the most part, like the, the, the handcuff thing, it's not just the belly button thing. The handcuff thing, I can't, I, I have to have my hands free because th- there's a, a psychological thing going on with the restraints for me. And I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I've never figured it out. But I can't stand being um, hogtied or tied down. or um, And I don't mean tied down like marriage or anything else like that. I mean tied down like... I get what you're saying. You yeah. It, again, I think that a lot of that 
I mean, for me, like, I wouldn't be cool with it just whatever, with not knowing, like, who's going to come poke my belly button, if you will. Right. Um, but if I'm with somebody that I know, that they know what my boundaries are, and they've done that kind of stuff before, like, right. that's, you know, not yeah. as big of a deal. Like, my husband fears that I will kill him once I'm released. So his options are either going to be, you know, in, engage in something that maybe I don't enjoy. Right. Because he wants to, and die or he has to leave me tied up until I die. Or Those dis- are the two options. Or distract you. Those are the There's only two options. Distract you with alcohol. Or, yeah, or untie me and be ready to leave, like packed and gone. Here, here's your vodka. Yeah, I would already have to be very, very, very... Very, 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 very intoxicated. No, I mean, there's, there's some things you have to, you know, you have to set a safe zone or a safe word. You have to be able to. I don't know if I have a safe word. I don't think I have a safe word. Smirnoff. <laughs> or just say with a ball gag in. <laughs> Try and say it with the well, ball gag. Well, well, what's the, uh, what's the generic vodka? There's many. Pop off. Pop off. Yeah. Pop off. You could say that Pop with a ball gag in. Yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, okay. That's, I just stuck my fist in my mouth in case anybody's interested <laughs> in what I just did. Evan Williams. See, that sounds bad. It just sounds like you're throwing up. That would be terrible. So, yeah, I, I think as you get further into a lot of those S&M things, I think that's that's not where I'm interested in. Again, pretty much anything that involves nipple clamps, I'm not interested in that either because that just fucking hurts. Huh? It hurts real, real bad. Real bad. It's just not good. No. It is common for people to faint during a long session of bondage and discipline. Okay. Having a regular meal beforehand is recommended. Being fed small snacks during play may also help prevent fainting. Okay. Cutting tools such as a pair of EMT scissors, keyed alike padlocks if chains are being used. I can understand Oh, that. so you don't have to dig for four different keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to shit myself. Well, then i got to find another key. Hold on a second. Now this just turned into a skip. No, this isn't the right balloon. This isn't the right key. It's the orange key. Woman being hung upside down. Okay, so not something I'd be interested in. Yeah, not not into that. No, no. I can only take hanging off the side of the bed for so long. Yeah, so, the, not... so precautions for... Yeah. Why do they really get into this? Like, you, you wow, have they certain even areas you've got to be careful with. That's cool. Alcohol and drugs should be avoided. Well, this is not for me. Yeah, I'm okay, out. bye, I'm out. <laughs> Positions or restraints which may induce postural asphyxia. That means it means not being able to breathe due to your posture. Uh, never leaving a bound person alone, like going to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was awesome. We'll All see right, you later. We'll see, you, see you in a couple hours. Okay. Where are you going? I can uh, also say that um, certain um, uh, side effects to this also is using any kind of ball gag is going to result in immense amount of drool. Yes. Uncontrolled drooling. Um, which is bad. Yeah, and you have to make sure that the subject changes position at least once an hour. Subject can be released quickly in an emergency. Avoid restraints which impair breathing. Gags or hoods which block the mouth can become hazards, especially if there's vomit. <laughs> oh. Remaining sober. Yeah, that part of the body. And watch out if body parts turn purple. Okay, yeah, that's you know just sounds common sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they'll go, they'll do it. They'll go right to purple. I mean, you've seen some of the pictures and stuff like that where yeah. they get too much, or the, the with the clamps or whatever else. Clamps. clamps. <laughs> <laughs> it's making like I'm gonna clamp them to death. Crab hands. I mean, clamp you. Futurama. He's up for a clamping. <laughs> so awful. Yeah, no fucking clamp. Um, but like I said, I, I know people that are into this stuff and. 
look, there, there's there's like a whole there's like a whole subculture out there, but people that are into this stuff, some of it's really fucking cool. I got a friend that's yeah. that's done the 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 tying up of the ropes and stuff like that. She showed some of the pictures, and and, and I've always thought because the way that it's set. In the way that it's done, she's not nude or anything else like that. But you know, and at least in the pictures that she shows, um, there it's fucking great. It's good looking stuff. Again, you're talking about. But I'm talking the about art. the art form. You're talking about rope art and not sexual. Sexual. Sex. F- yeah, right. And that's because I'm. That's not for me. It's not a sexual thing. Exactly. You know. Well, it's it kinda, like to I mean, me, it, balloons are just balloons. Yeah. And evidently, to some people, you can bounce on them. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they or, get off on them. Or put them on your dog's feet. Yes. Oh, have you seen that one? I, I think I have. They yes. are literally selling fucking balloons as paw protectors for dogs. Oh, my. There's a new business model for you. Protect your dog's feet from the from the asphalt. This We've been walking dogs for how long? I know. it's. Retarded. And now it's bad for their feet? So it says sometimes a knot placed on the rope, the position of the clitoris can intensify the sensation. I'm going to say yes on that, but I also want to know how would it feel to have rope burn on your clit? Well, it's it's like I've always wondered this. Rope Like burn. if women wear jeans that are too tight, does it burn you? Do you get rope burn? I, no. I wear underwear, though. So I mean, some Some don't, though. That's their problem. That's and their that is their friction and they, issue. And then they got the fucking you got clip burn. The moose knuckle going on. You got clip burn. Yeah. Do the, do you get rope? Do you get rug burn from wearing jeans like that? No. So I don't. I guess. But it's I mean, a rope. It's a fucking rope. It's I, like up. It's up in there. Like you'd have to have like the. Yeah, but there, the there are women that wear jeans, jeans that have the go right up the crack I too. I don't have a good answer for that one. I don't. Same with guys. I guess it would yeah. be the same with guys. Yeah. You get a good do you rope get burn. Like a taint burn. Yeah, you could. Because you got the balls on either side. Well, I wear top. loose jeans, so. You got the beans right up against the frank. Yeah. But see, again, I wear the loose jeans, so no, not really. You don't have the problem with that. Yeah, I don't have an ass either, so. You don't have to have a safe word for your jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Polo. <laughs> Bob off. Bob off as you're yanking them down. Yeah, that's. No. Wrangler. Wrangler. <laughs> okay, so we learned a little bit more about BD. Jordash. All right, so we learned a little bit more about BDS and M, and uh, it still doesn't change my mind. Still not into it. Uh, yeah, I'm not into it. sadomasochism. I'm not into. I don't want to even get into that. Uh, the BDSM, the Minor the BD, bondage, yeah. the BD part. It depends on what you're doing, but again, I can't deal with restraints. Uh, personally, I can't deal with restraints, but I like looking at some of the stuff. It's fucking cool, especially if the checks are good looking. And That's I'm okay with some I'm, I'm dominance as long as it's not outside the bedroom. Like you know. That's fine, but again, I'm, I just um, I've always like I said, I most of it I don't find sexually arousing, but the art form is fucking cool. And a lot of these people, they're a lot of them, in my opinion, I think, are not doing it just because of the arousal. I mean, they're doing it because of the arousal, but I think that's just a sub part of what they're doing because some of it looks so fascinating and looks really cool that it's not really sexual in nature and m- more artistic in form. Yeah, and that's and then you know it's it's still erotica, but the sexuality part of it is you know based off the nudity and not having sex. But there is also that subculture of BDSM where it's also about sex. You know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I just I'm good. I think with a lot of it. Again, clamps no. Get the clamps. Yeah, BDSM and, and even the S and M portion, depending on what it is. I guess I, I'm very 
probably vanilla or tame for a lot of people, um, considering what I've seen on the interwebs. And I probably still, even what I like, probably makes a lot of other people very squeamish. But again, uh, you know, the the bondage part, minimally, I'm good with. I don't want a rope burn directly on my clitoris. I would like to avoid that at all. Things possible. The domination again. <laughs> Go to the fucking hospital. Um, what happened? I, I got a rope burn on my clit. It burned my clit right off. It's Clear a really on off. Long story. Yeah. I had a problem in the hammock. Um, <laughs> then the domination part, I think I'm cool with as long as it's not outside the bedroom. You try to be dominant with me outside the bedroom, I'll probably just check you right quick in the taint. Um, <laughs> and the S&M, I just... You just laugh and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to post up on me, bitch? Like this is a really bad. Well, you know, and and it's totally off the subject. You got to give it. You you like give it the passes. Like they do something, and I just don't even say anything. Sometimes I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I just let it roll. And then after all, it's like, okay, we're just gonna have to. Let me just stop you right there. Yeah. Let me just stop you real fast. And then I think the uh, the the further on SMN portions, uh, I think. The true S and M, I think, goes beyond my taste. Yeah, my mine too. Um, but the domination part, generally, domination like bondage is fine. Or D is discipline, not domination. But it's kind of the same thing: dominating, yeah. dominatrix, and whatnot. But when you're doing that, you you really have to be into role playing and understanding each other's roles in terms of what you want, what you need to do. Because if if you're anything like me or Heather. It comes down to it's very hard to take someone seriously when you're doing a role play. And I'm really bad at it. You, yeah, you can't get behind, you can't get in. Um, it's, um, you're not committed. You no. know, you can't commit to the whole thing because you just like the person is doing something that just makes you roll your eyes or makes you laugh because you just feel that they're not being serious. Right. And, and I guess maybe that is part of it because people do try to say stuff to me sometimes and I end up just laughing at them. Right. And not necessarily bad. It just, I find it extremely funny. Yeah. And, and, and then there are times where it's, you, you have to, you, you go, okay, this person is being serious and I can get behind that commitment and stuff like that. So it just depends on, on the other person's level of commitment to whatever you're doing. But again, this is a whole subset. I, I'm not really like bondage and discipline and stuff like that. I don't get and the, the SNM part. I don't even care for because it's just not. I don't care for cutting or 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 well, in the, in uh, the, flagellation and stuff like that. And the the domination part of the discipline part. I mean, I think it, they're kind of tied up a little bit more. But it's also the dominant submissive or you know the littles. And the bigs, or whatever it is. Right. Actually, I think Littles and Bigs wasn't that from the movie Role Models. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you be my little, you can be my big. Um, but that's kind of how they work it. All these, this new, um, it's cool now um, for chicks to uh, be the submissive little and have the daddy figure. Right. Um, I'm using air quotes right now. Have the daddy figure, um, and and not like a creepy incest thing. Like like that's. That's more of the, they assume a dominant role. But again, like I said, they assume a dominant role, not just in the bedroom. It's about being able to assume that. Do- so a lot of guys will be like, yeah, I'm a, I can be a daddy and I can be dominant. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly how it is. It's not just because you want to spank her ass or you want to hold her face down while you do it from behind or right. you want to be able to tell her where to go. Like it's so far beyond that. Like there's a whole care regimen. It's all about taking care of that person in a certain way. And yeah. And the guys aren't committed enough to that role, and the girls don't do it appropriately, right. um, which I think is an issue. So, uh, I mean, 
I get it. And I think that in, in a, a different situation, I, I might even be able to get behind that. Um, just because I deal, I'm more dominant throughout the rest of my world that maybe that wouldn't be so bad. But I think finding somebody who really truly understands that dominant role and how it works, not as a, as a pain mechanism or, or a constant discipline or a full control, but uh, just in the, in the way that it happens, I think that's the difference. And I think that's what's hard to come by. Right. And everybody thinks that they're just in that role. And it's like, you don't even really know what that is. Like yeah. it can go all the way from like, once you're in the house, like the chicks, um, I know of chicks that, um, you know, wear little girl stuff and color and they, you know, d- act like young children right. for that. So there's different levels to yeah. that even. And like as soon as they walk out of the house, you know, as soon as they're on the other side of that door, it's business. You gotta, and you got to flip the switch. Yeah, and or they know how to do that. Or some people live that way, you know, a lot more, I, I guess, from what I understand. But I just don't think that people really get <laughs> what, what that really entails. And I think a lot of people just assume, either chicks assume that it means that they've got a guy who's basically what they want anyways. They want you to take care of them, right. you know, provide for them, you know, uh, do what's best for them and yeah. spoil you and pamper you and, you know, everything that chicks want. So they're like, oh, I want to do that. But I don't think they really get everything that's yeah they they, that. they see the flash and it's not just the chicks it's the guys too yeah they see the flash and, and he's like i could be dominant yeah on her and or like, or submissive it doesn't really yeah, matter right but you've got to also provide the other pieces of that puzzle yeah it, and it's and it's not just all substance and style it's it, everything goes deeper it's like these people that are doing this and have been doing this for a long time know exactly what they're doing and they have limits like regardless of you know, to bring it up, you know the 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 young girl fetish or whatever mm-hmm. it is wearing wearing the, uh, the the short skirts or you know the the pigtails and whatever else. There's a point where the person that's the the female or the male doesn't matter that the person that's let's say on the submissive side of that whole deal will say I've had enough. You know I can't do this right now. T- today's there's a limit to whatever. It's not always like when I walk in the door, you know, I'm daddy's girl or daddy's right. boy or, you know, mommy's boy or whatever it is. It's today we're taking a day off because this needs to stop for a minute because I need to get, like, if I do it too much, it's going to affect this. And they all understand that. And that's that's part of this whole community is, you know, and just like with a lot of other communities, it doesn't really necessarily mean sexual communities, but with all these communities, there's there's a limit and and there's a time and a place for everything. And these guys, these guys are so good at what they do that when when you have the outside looking in, not understanding, OK, oh, I can do that. I can hang from the rope and and and, and be in that bondage for whatever. That right there, that that person that's hanging from that rope bondage right there, I don't know how many years, They've but it's taken <laughs> it's taken at least two years to get to just that point where they trust the other person enough to do that. To do and that. it starts off with small restraints and then it goes up to you know, the 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 hanging and this and that and the other thing and then the massive rope bondage. Again, I, uh, the person I know, she was into that, is still into that, and she's she's still learning how the restraints work, and she's still finding people that can actually take her to that next level 
of what she wants to do with this stuff. Right. And I think that's, and like I said, it's, it's fucking fantastic. But it's not just like an overnight, oh, uh, I go from this to this, you know, I'm, I'm BDSM or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I like being spanked, so yeah. I like BDSM. Yeah, exactly. Ah, the same. Yeah. And even sometimes I don't like being spanked. Sometimes yeah. it hurts a lot less. Yeah. Sometimes I, it hurts a lot more. No, I don't really. Yeah. Don't touch my ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't put your finger in my belly button. <laughs> don't put your don't finger in my belly my button and don't touch my ass. <laughs> I'm going to have that put on your gravestone. Don't. <laughs> don't touch my belly button. Don't touch on my one the front. Yeah. And on the back of your gravestone is going to say, don't touch my ass. Yeah. Leave my ass alone. <laughs> Leave my ass alone. <laughs> All right. Let's cut this one. All right. Well, <laughs> no pun intended with the ropes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, this, the whole BDSM scene is not just something that you're going to be able to jump into. You got to find the right people. And you're not always going to find the right people. I found that out. Like I said, um, there's a, there's a lady, I think it was Vagina Antics, it's what it's called. Her name is Heather Cole, and she's into this stuff. Okay. And she's, she's traveled around the world and everything else, and she's talked about the good and the bad and um, how, how wonderful it is to have somebody that's really good at what they're doing and knows the rules and knows what you can take and will take you right up to that edge, you know. And then, and then you have the exact opposite of people that think they know what they're doing, and it's a fucking disaster. Right. She's been on both sides of that, and and her reading, her her stuff that she's written, she doesn't do too much of the blog anymore, but she does write once in a while. But the stuff that she writes is more personal and whatever else is going on in her life. But to read her stuff, and I can't remember how I got into following her on Facebook or whatever, but apparently I just it was a blog that I followed. And all of a sudden, I got I got sucked into it because she's a really good writer. So she's, I mean, if if you're going to get into that stuff, she's the person to really read. Uh, her name is Heather Cole, C O L E, and uh, she does. I think it's called Vagina Antics. We may put a link. I'll try and put a link up on. All right. With this. So we're gonna link you up with. Uh Somebody I don't know that um, has vagina antics, which yes. is at least it's good information. And so if you were interested by some of the stuff we were talking about and you didn't really know what it was, um, then I encourage you to come out from your rock um, and actually Google some of this shit on the Internet and uh, have yourself a good time. Yeah, I think uh, from this one was done on the fly. Uh, we'll have to start setting this stuff up more if we're going to do all the other stuff yeah. like this and do do some researching like tell a story where it came from and how we'll do, we'll do like Heather fucks it up. Heather fucks up the world with her knowledge, with her knowledge instead of Adam ruins everything. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't wear ties. Yeah. Heather has knowledge. Heather has knowledge <laughs> of some shit. Heather has minimal knowledge of lots of different things. He- Heather and not extreme knowledge of one thing. Heather knows best. Heather knows best. There you go. I like that. And that's actually true. So, but it's still cocktails with Heather. It's still cocktails with Heather. And then you shall also know, that and this is actually what I, I mean, I know you say it yeah. to people all the time, but if people just listen to me, things would be a lot better. Yeah. So. So listen to her. Damn right. All right, and we don't have Joe to do our closer. No. So. Uh, so what do I do? Fuck do, off. Yeah. So yeah, just fuck off with that too. Yeah. Okay. Bye. All right. Go fuck yourself.